Minutes on Mastery is brought to you by Athletic Greens. This is author John Gordon on the Finding Mastery podcast with Michael Gervais, giving one line to describe each of his 12 books. You've got 12 books. If I say the title of a book, could you give us a one-line descriptor of what it is? Like If you could strip it down to the essence, and then I'm going to ask you to do the same for you as a man. Okay, sure. Okay. One or two, I could maybe one, maybe two lines, but I could, I could do it. The seed, the seed, finding your purpose. It's about serving in small ways. When you serve in small ways, you get more opportunities to serve in bigger ways. Beautiful. Soup, soup, building a culture of greatness through relationship. So you can't create a great culture if you don't have engaged relationships as part of your culture. The energy bus. The energy bus, getting your team on the bus and moving in the right direction with a shared vision, focus, and purpose. And it's about someone who has to ultimately overcome all the adversity, negativity, and obstacles to define himself and his team's success. The no complaining rule. Instead of complaints, focus on solutions. You're not allowed to complain unless you come with one or two possible solutions to your complaint. Training camp. My favorite book I've written, and it's um, what the best do better than everyone else. It's the winning habits that separate the best from the rest. But the main character also has to go on a journey of, of faith, where he has to he has to find his faith to overcome his fear to be his best. The shark and the goldfish. Goldfish wait to be fed. Sharks go find food. So in life. Uh, you want to be a shark. Many of us are goldfish, but uh, in the story, the goldfish learns how to be a shark. He goes to shark school. <laughs> the positive dog. Positive dog. That's the science and the benefits of positivity. So it's about whichever dog we feed. That's what grows, that old story with the wolves. But turn it into dogs, and then a negative dog learns how to be positive through the science of, of positivity. And then together, through their positivity, they transform the shelter. One word. One word that will change your life. There's a, one, there's a word that's meant for you. And when you're open to that word that's meant for you, you're truly open. It will come to you. And then if you live it, it will shape you and mold you. My words over the years have been purpose, surrender, pray, serve. And this year is rise. So each year, I pick a new word at New Year's. And that word molds you and shapes you. I've done this with a lot of sports teams. So powerful. And school districts as well. Very powerful. Yeah, it's a really good one. I use, um, I've got a phrase that's been with me for like three years and I, I connect to it every day uh, in the morning and it's uh, roots and reach. And mm. yeah, so I, I, maybe, I, maybe I added two words to your, to your theory there, <laughs> but uh, roots and reach. Okay. Uh, you only broke two words that will change your life. <laughs> <laughs> and an ampersand. Um, okay, the carpenter. The Carpenter, three words for that book is love, serve, and care. Don't focus on building your business. Focus on loving, serving, and caring, and your business will exponentially grow. Caring is the greatest success strategy of all. And then one other thing on that, my favorite part of that book, though, is, is, is being a craftsman or a craftswoman instead of a carpenter. A carpenter just builds things. But in the story, you learn that a craftsman and a craftswoman creates a work of art. They put their soul, their spirit, their passion into their work. And that's how they create their masterpiece. It's not outside in. They create their world from the inside out. Mm -mm -mm. Speaking to me, uh, hard hat. 
the hard hat. Hard hat. Uh, a very personal story. It's a true story. The first book that I wrote, that's actually a true story. And all the proceeds go to the Mario St. George Boyardi Foundation. George Boyardi was a lacrosse player at Cornell 11 years after I played. 2004, he got hit in the chest with a ball. He jumped in front of a shot to sacrifice, trying to t- stop a team from scoring. He died on the field. But ever since his death, the program has been transformed by his character, by his example and who he was as a person. Literally the greatest teammate that ever lived, I believed. And I studied him. I interviewed all his teammates 11 years later, and they still live their lives based on the kind of person he was. To this day, he's inspired them. Yeah. And the story of, I know you went to Cornell. And can you tell us a quick story about what the hard hat means? Well, as a freshman, George was, was picked to carry the hard hat. And it was given to a freshman who displayed the, the blue-collar work ethic of a Cornell lacrosse player. He wasn't the most talented. Uh, the, the hard hat carrier would be someone who was selfless, loyal, team first, and just hardworking. So George was, was given the hard hat as a freshman to carry. Well, he died as a senior. So ever since his death, they put his number 21 on the hard hat, and it came to symbolize George and the Cornell lacrosse program. I love it. You know, I, I'm, I'm waiting and open. Like, I want something like that for uh, the tribes that I'm in, like to symbolize um, a certain ethos. And like Cornell got it right. It's really cool. The, the Cornell lacrosse team, I said, got it right. And um, I, I, I've been open and want, ever since I, you shared that story with me, uh, I've been wanting to have something like that in, in my own family as well. And uh, so I just share that with you. So I, I deeply appreciate that. And then I love that. Yeah, I think it's about. Um, I, I encourage like every team to think about like their history, their tradition, like where you're from, like your roots. Right? You said that earlier. Connect your present to your tradition and your past and your roots. And there's so much power in that. So it's it's really thinking about that and what that means. Like Gettysburg Lacrosse. They went back to the tradition of, of Gettysburg and the Battle of Gettysburg, and they 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 they're like, wow, there's so much tradition here of fixing the bayonets of 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 that line, and they went to that, and it became a symbol and a model for the team during the year. They wanted going, you know, twenty straight games on a, on a win streak. So cool. Um, and then your your most recent book, uh, you win in the locker room first. Yes, um, seven C's to build a winning team. Wrote it with Mike Smith, the former Atlanta Falcons coach. Uh, he was fired, and we, we talk about it in that book. What are the, the things he did right the first five years? What went wrong the last two? And he's very honest, very honest and open about it. But, but what went right, and then what went wrong, and then what we can learn from it. And we share the seven C's to build a winning team of culture, consistent, contagious, communication, connection, commitment and caring and if you have these seven c's on a team you can see them play out during the course of a year for the full finding mastery podcast head over to findingmastery.net or check us out on itunes and for a special offer from athletic greens head to athleticgreens.com slash finding mastery